Hello once again, and welcome to the Walkman Whispers. Glad you're joining us. Um, Walkman Whispers, the only podcast where you can hear April McDonald say, late for my job and the traffic was bad, had to borrow 10 bucks from my old man. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. That's or maybe right. that was Lita Ford. <laughs> maybe that was Lita Ford. I get him confused. Anyway, yes, the Walkman Whispers. We yes. are talking about pranks tonight, today, whenever you happen to be listening. It is, I mentioned April, it is the month of April, known for, uh, uh, among other things, uh, tax deadline, um, April showers, and uh, pranks. And, and pranks. Uh, we'll be talking about pranks uh, on this evening's, this, 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 today's, tonight's show, whenever you're listening. Time for some intros. Um... Our first intro is going to be a gentleman who's not joining us tonight, unfortunately. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and just mention him uh, and his uh, relationship. Uh, uh, he's actually related, direct descendant, and I looked this up on Ancestry.com, to the man who's responsible for arguably the greatest practical joke in history. Um, if you're familiar with uh, the, uh, the uh, Trojan Wars, the Trojan Horse, um, this gentleman's uh, great 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 uncle, the 273rd power, um, Hephaestus Hall, <laughs> a great Greek scholar, inventor, and poet, designed the Trojan horse, employed by the Greeks in the Trojan War. So let's give a shout out to great 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 to the 273rd power, Uncle Hephaestus Hall. Um, <laughs> Nat's, Nat's not That's with a... us tonight, unfortunately. He got busy, um, but uh, he'll, he'll rejoin us soon. Yeah, go ahead. That's definitely not where I was headed. With the, okay. the Trojan. With the Trojan. No, no that that was that was someone that was someone else's uncle or father who wished he designed it or something. Um, the uh, the other voice, the voice you just heard, uh, belongs to a practical jokester. His uh, his uh, his notoriety uh, a number of years ago. He actually um, at Bandemir National Speedway in Denver. He uh, decided to play a joke. He's he's big into racing. Um, he replaced the Christmas tree at the track with an eight foot Douglas fir, an actual Christmas tree, <laughs> and was subsequently banned yes. from band <laughs> banned from Bandemir. Bandemir. Uh, but I think the ban's been lifted, and he's he's back in good shape there. Um, Maybe. Then I want to also introduce you to. Uh, mentioned April, uh, April, who <laughs> is unwittingly, unknowingly kind of, I guess, a victim. I'll tell you, April, now because this is my fault, my <laughs> a victim of a practical joke that wasn't intended to be. You recall not too long ago on the Walkman Whispers, April, you mentioned you enjoy audiobooks, and me, yes. being, me being the kind hearted soul I am, I thought. I saw on Facebook there was this uh, ad, this contest. You can enter and you can win 60 hours. You can download 60 hours worth of audiobooks if for free if you win. Uh, I put your name in, and lo and behold, you won. That's the great news. You've got 60 hours worth of free audiobooks. Um, now, the uh, bad news is these audiobooks are read by Gilbert Gottfried. So, uh, take, <laughs> I knew that was take, coming. Take, take the good with the bad. Uh I am unfortunately Greg Crane, and I'm the final member of the uh, hey, that member. I'm the final member of the Walkman Whispers. Uh, my 
I guess, connection, my notoriety, claim to fame with Practical Joke. I intended to be funny when I when I got out of college uh, at KPSU Radio. I got a job, a huge radio station, major market, uh, hard rock station, and I was going to be funny and clever. And I got uh, kicked off before the end of my first song because I thought it would be funny to introduce the first song as The Squire by Billy Stroke. And uh, <laughs> upper level management at the station did not think that was funny. And I was going to before, before, before the stroking was over. Anyway, anyway, let's uh, move right along and get beyond all that, shall we? Uh, how are you doing? As I mentioned, uh, Nat, unfortunately, will not be joining us on this particular podcast. So it's fair game uh, for all things Nat. But, uh, this is usually how Nat gets pranked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, when we get into the pranks, uh, Nat's name's going to come up. Uh, I'm going to make sure of that because oh yeah, absolutely. He is a uh, he is a, uh, a a major league uh, prank player. I can assure yeah. you that. Oh yeah, I'll on that. But um, he's not a not a bad target either. No, no. I I you know I don't know that I've ever actually. This is sad. I don't know that I've ever actually uh, got Nat with the prank. I totally I, have. I should try because it's, it's he, coming up. He's uh, he's got me with pranks before, and I'll mention those. Um, April and Chad, uh, before we get into the meat of the uh, podcast, anything yes. going on, happening, or anything that we want to make up and talk about? <laughs> I was telling April that uh, I think we might fire up the new washing machine tomorrow. Finally. Well, let's, but the way your luck's going, let's not use the term fire. <laughs> but, yeah. Fire, fire, yeah. No, no. How, no. how long has it been in your house? Oh, because uh, you sent us a text with yeah, a picture I, I of it. Yeah, I sent you a picture of More it. More than a week and, ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I wrote the check March 10th. And, and this they, new washer they came the next week, so we'll say the 16th of March. And they, well, yeah, you're just now getting it hooked up. Nice. Hooked back up. It was hooked, hooked back up. up. Oh, gotcha. It's like, it's like, well, it sounds like something that I would do where I write the check and they wait for the damn thing to clear. <laughs> so, and, and then they come <laughs> back later right. and they come back later and take it away in my case. But, uh, <laughs> Is it okay? You've got the new washer. Did you go with the uh, Did you go with the small block V eight, or are you going two twenty when you wire this thing in? Uh, I think it's just one ten, but I think it'll be all right. All right. Well, good. Good. I hope you have now. Now you can quit doing the damn podcast wearing your wet clothes. Yeah. <laughs> or like he was last time, sands the clothes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I right. throw that out there. I've made it clear that just because we record without pants doesn't mean you should listen without pants. Uh, uh, one other thing I was going to go over, though, uh, this week, this weekend is our first race out of Kearney again this year. And my 23-year-old daughter will be driving the wagon this weekend. So. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. After which... We will cut it up and start filling it full of toggle switches and buttons and get rid of all the stuff that makes it a nice car and make it a race car. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think Bertha. you should brag brag on your son before you. Yes, use. yes, I probably yeah. should. Yeah, my son uh, has aspirations in life to be a lobbyist. Uh, he's very interested in the political system, and he has been doing voter registration drives for the last couple months. <clears throat> and unbeknownst to him. Somebody let the uh, Secretary of State of Nebraska know about it, and he showed up in town yesterday to monitor uh, the voter registration drive and gave Kendall a citation of excellence. Very proud of him. Very yes, proud. That's as you should be. Yes. No, he's a good kid. Uh, I'm sure that... Uh, <laughs> I have an engine that he and I have been putting together together, and uh, it uh, humbles me that he's even willing to do that. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of, it's been an interesting experience to to do that alongside him and uh, watch him get in the paper on the front page every two or three weeks for his uh, political aspirations and he's not even old enough to vote yet so you know wow. he's doing all this you know he'll be 18 in june and uh, he just wants everybody involved so that's good yeah, like i said pretty proud of him i think you should be and my daughter grace got a scholarship also the only one in nebraska for she is forgive me for not knowing exactly but she's been in a paid internship for a program called RISE. Uh, It's a probationary, it's like a probation rehabilitation type thing for juveniles. And uh, so she got a scholarship from somebody affiliated with that. And I wish I had more information (laughs) on that, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's me. I'm like, ah, people good, people bad. That's kind of the way it works with me, you know. It's like, yeah, you're, you're all right. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, your turn. There people. you go. My turn. Well, here was, yeah. I'll I'll brag on my kiddo. She she sent me a text yesterday, and she said, "You're going to be proud of me." So she sent me a picture of a progress report from school. Where she's an eighth grader and she can, she's reading above a 12th grade level. So nice. That's very nice. So I said, why did I go into your grades the other day? And in this class where you read above a 12th grade level, your grade is an eight out of 100. Why? How'd you get a B? That's that's just mark out the eight. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, but I'm sure the teacher hasn't put all of the grades in there. At least that's what I'm hoping. But anyway, I don't know how you can do both. But anyway, well, if you start with an eight, the only (laughs) way is up, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So anyway, that's that's all I've got going. 
Yeah, was, you know, I'm pretty pressed. I got I got my kids all just moving on up, getting scholarships and kicking ass. And my card got declined at Subway the other day. Oh. <laughs> Turns out my bank was having problems. When uh, I called when I called in, they said I was about the seven hundredth customer to call in complaining about their debit card not working. So. Oh. Yeah, that's such a terrible feeling, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Did they did yeah. they come take the did they come take the foot long right out of your hand? <laughs> they just wouldn't let me have it. Oh, uh, mine. No, 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 no soup sir. for you. Yeah. No, no, no sandwich for you. <laughs> yep. Oh. All right, Greg. What's, how about you? Yeah. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. Uh, nothing. Nothing going on no, here, really. No coyote sightings or shootings or. Uh, oh my gosh! I, I did hear some coyotes today from a little ways off. I didn't have my squirrely rifle with me, or I did. Well, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I did hear coyotes today. It's you don't like own any of those, do you? So. No, I don't. No, they were all lost in a boating accident. There's not a damn lake for like 40 miles. If you've ever been to Southeast Colorado, there's not even water. Half the houses don't have running water in them. It's like, no, what? Yeah, we got a boat. We got a, had a boating accident. Yeah, it flipped over on the road. When I, was yeah. I dropped it in the well. Uh, so, uh, Here, so look, how, you can see it right there. Go ahead. How close are you to Kansas, Greg? Like mileage uh, wise. I can see it from my house. No, like like thirty miles. <laughs> okay. I'm, right. I'm thirty thirty miles from Kansas, thirty miles from Oklahoma, about thirty miles from New Mexico, and what's probably sixty <laughs> miles from Texas. Oh, so you're really close to that silly little badge that you used to go out and see in the middle of nowhere. Or, right, the, the four corners. Yeah. Right? Is it that? Well, not 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 four corners. That's on the other side of the. That's oh. Colorado, uh, Arizona, Utah, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Oh, but okay. but we've got we've got three corners here, so maybe that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, I don't know because I can't imagine that we would have gone all the way out to Arizona when I was a kid with like our Cub Scout leaders and shit. Yeah, it was probably it was probably three. It was probably, probably a New Mexico, corners. New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Colorado. Probably, so, maybe yeah. so. Yeah. Well, probably. I will be up near your direction. I well, I'm going your direction tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going Kansas. to uh, yeah, I'll be in Ulysses, Kansas. Ooh, for right, the weekend. Cool. That's not that far. Yeah. I used no. to have to drive through Ulysses to get to Guyman from yeah. Grand Island. So. Yep, Just that's where the flyover towns. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. I always say I go to get to my parents' house. I go to the end of the earth and then go 40 more miles, and I'm there. That's funny. Oh, that's do funny. your parents not live in Oklahoma anymore? No, they live in Kansas now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Ulysses, Kansas, of all places. Ulysses, Kansas, yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's well, Pardon me, Judith, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I, she, <laughs> I, I lovingly call it useless Kansas, but... <laughs> She loves it there. They're very happy, and that's all that I care I, about. I like. Well, I, I mean, like you. I, I've been there a lot of times. Ulysses. I like Ulysses. Um, um, what, what was is I going to say? In Ulysses, I've seen an elevator at a stop. Uh, Freaking John Deere. <laughs> that's that's why. I, yeah, I was like oh. I was try, like, Yeah, I like. It, so yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> like what? Well, it's just another place you, I had to stop. I just hate it. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, my trip here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's why that's, I just remember, uh, went over to Ulysses a lot for John Deere. So yeah, they got a cool oh, John Deere. Okay. So that's, and that's the only reason I go to towns normally. So, um, <laughs> but do you go there, you go there for the, you must go there for the culture and the fine dining. No, I want to see yeah. if they got tractors. Uh, Ulysses, right. Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm making the long journey tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah, my uh, my first boss I had when I worked for John Deere is funny. Kind of going along with what April said, he would tell, he'd say, uh, "We're in Binkelman, Nebraska." On the phone, he'd be talking. So we're in Binkelman, Nebraska. He said, "It's not the end of the earth, but you can see it from here." You can see it from here. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what I used to say about Ghana. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was showing uh, showing some people I work with the uh, map of the Panhandle the other day, and they're like, "Wow, you weren't very far from Kansas." I'm like, um, <laughs> "Not the state line, no, <laughs> no." But uh, liberal, not on my list of places to visit. <laughs> oh, no, no. And they're like, "Well, what big town were you close to?" I'm like, "Amarillo, Texas." <laughs> <laughs> Where's that at? I'm like, it's way over here. <laughs> way <laughs> down there, yeah. Two and a half hours. They're like, well, aren't you close to Oklahoma City? I'm like, I thought it was a five or six hour trip. Right. I don't yeah, know how far fire. it is from Gaiman now because it's, what, 65, 70 miles an hour now. It's 70 now, yeah. I, I remember Woo-hoo! going for an interview years ago and uh, people said, uh, yeah, we want to fly you up here. Um it was to Sioux City. I said, want to fly you up here. And I said, we were looking on the map where you're from. I said, there aren't any airports near you. And I'm like, uh, there's, there's, there's really nothing near me. There's nothing nothing. Near. <laughs> yeah. It happened to me too. When I was living in Syracuse, I had some people in Wisconsin that wanted to fly me. They're like, uh, well, we've got you a flight booked out of Lincoln. I'm like, that's not going to work. She says, what do you mean? I'm like, fly me out of Omaha. It's cheaper and they have bigger planes. She's like, <laughs> Really? I'm like, well, I don't know, but check Omaha. It's easier for me to go to Omaha. I didn't want to say just the bigger planes is all I'm looking for. Oh. Sure enough, they, <laughs> they found a cheaper one out of Omaha, but goddamn, it was a small plane. Oh. Oh, Omaha planes. Omaha has a nice airport. I've they do. Omaha. They do. Definitely. The gal it's, next it's to me, easy. though, she looked at me real funny when I told her to please close the window. <laughs> <laughs> I get on those things. I try to get the window seat because I'm going to shut that thing so fast. Oh, <laughs> uh, you and I wouldn't be good flying buddies then. I love the well, window. And the, and and of course, if if April if April is flying with her with her cohort, she's going <laughs> to make make a remark there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, open up, Craig. Me too, kid. Me too. <laughs> Uh, Assume the position. We're going in. That's right. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> all right. Well, that's probably all we got. What? Uh, so the subject today is pranks, correct? Correct. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about, and I, I love pranks. Um, I probably should have, have pulled more pranks, uh, considering how old I am, and and and. And opportunities uh, that availed themselves, but I didn't. But uh, I, I did. I've known of some good pranks. Um, I've had some pulled on me. Uh, 
I'm just going to, if it's okay, I'm going to start um, Go just going it. back to our days in college. <laughs> um, I think I told you, I think I had, had expressed before on a Walkman Whispers about the time that a person called in uh, to the <laughs> yeah. station and that did, yeah, and, <laughs> yep. and, and did all that. Well, there you was got another to talk time. To Stanley. There was another time when uh, Nat, uh, I don't know if it was my show, his show. I think it was mine because it was late at night. And Nat, you know, me being a gracious uh, DJ, and would invite people to come by. Nat came by one time and just kind of hanging out in the station. And he mentioned something on the air about back masking records. Um, and he said, oh, I think I've got one here. And he, he does this on the air and he starts spinning this record and he goes, Oh, listen, listen, if you listen closely, you can hear a message. This is going out over the air. It says, Big Daddy Crane, <laughs> the son of Gus Rookery. <laughs> and I just, my jaw just dropped. We're not going to go into who this person is. We don't need to. My jaw just dropped, and I was like, Nat, what are you doing? I mean, it's funny. It's, it's hysterically, it's bowel-splitting funny. But what are you doing? What, are you, what the hell are you doing? Why? why? You know, that's the guy. That's the guy on the Titanic, who he's in the damn. Uh, the the he's he's one of those lucky few who's in the. Uh, he's kicked the kids and the women out, and he's standing there in yeah. the rowboat, and he's like, here, here, and he's holding the oar out, and he's running sure he grab one. He boom over the top of the head, <laughs> and, and he does that. Oh, it gets better. It gets so much better. What it happens? It gets so much. And I'm like. Nat, what I, I, and you know what? I appreciate humor, so I was loving it, but I'm like, why me? Why did you get me? <laughs> well, the next day, it's a beautiful day in the plaza at uh, Panhandle State University, Goodwill, Oklahoma. <laughs> and, and it's close to noontime when a lot of people are milling around. You know, a lot of the morning classes have, have, uh, have uh, been uh, uh, excused and people are walking around. They're going to the, they're going to the, uh, Student union to get Student lunch, or they're, or they're or they're walking across the plaza to do whatever, get in their cars and go home. But and I remember standing there, and there were probably maybe a half dozen at least, maybe up to 10, 12 people standing around me. I think people I knew. I don't know what we were doing. We we're standing there at the corner of kind of an intersection, and and I think Nat might have been there too at that time. And from up from the corner of my eye. I see this, I believe, you're going to forgive me because it's been a while. I think it was a blue car, a small blue car. And I saw just the, the glint of it coming around the corner. And I was like, and I knew who it was. And I was like, oh, God, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and I saw the window, the window on the driver's side. It's getting close. The window was going down. And I'm like, oh, oh, God, no. And I'm there with this group of people. And uh, a guy we went to college with, known uh, affectionately, as the madman <laughs> sticks his head out the window and says, while well, I'm, well, I'm standing there with all these people and yells across the plaza, Big Daddy Crane is the son of Gus Rutherie. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yes. Jerry is the madman. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I got, that was like, 
that was that was Nat getting me with the double whammy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, it happens it happened at the end of the show the night before, and then the next day, like I said, and I got caught playing, and it was like, yeah, I could hear the theme from Jaws playing as I saw that blue car come, and it's like. And I'm like, oh God, no! And I see the window rolling down. I'm like, oh my God, he's gonna do something. Yeah, here it comes. And so that was just when you think nobody's listening. That was a twofer. That was a that was a twofer. Um, He got me. He got me there. Um. So yeah, that was a that was probably you know like the best ones. I've got to tell you. Here's here's I'm going to tell you this one. Uh, my brother told me about this. A good friend of his. This happened. Uh, it was over 20 years ago. It was before my brother got married. They were living um, in Nebraska, not in Lincoln, but in the Lincoln area. This was a good joke. One of his friends. Uh, well, a, a, a small group of them had uh, been out, I think, that night uh, imbibing. Um, at local establishment, came back to an apartment. Stables. No, this was up in Nebraska. Oh, oh, came, oh. came back to came back to an apartment. Yeah, yeah, this place served real liquor. Oh. <laughs> not not beer. <laughs> but, uh, came back to the apartment. Uh, this one individual and I met the guy, nice guy, passed out. Well, his girlfriend had been there and left her purse and her makeup there <laughs> so while this guy was passed out put on the rouge the eyeliner the lipstick they made him up you know he yeah. passed out ah, <laughs> oh this is a great prank this is funny look what we did yeah it's funny it's funny he's laying there on the floor passed out. <clears throat> passes out in the house okay uh the next day there's a knock on the front door well this guy's kind of like oh he's kind of getting up from over he's getting and he goes up and he answers the door to see the and the landlord's there. And the guy talks to the landlord for like five minutes. He's like leaning against, oh yeah, yeah. And they're just having a conversation. He's all made up. His face is made up. He has no idea. No idea. So that one was pretty good. I I That's that one made me chuckle. Now, this same guy, here's a good one. And this was an unintentional prank. He worked for a uh, trucking company. Uh, Chad knows about this. It, it, there's like in in uh, eastern Nebraska, especially southeastern Nebraska. The you know we, yeah. as you get kind of get north of Omaha, Lincoln. There are bukus of uh, of over the road trucking companies. There, and I, I tell people yes. the reason is it's because that part of Nebraska it's the same distance everywhere in the U.S. Yes. It's yeah. the same Absolutely. distance. <laughs> well, this guy works for one of these companies. And he's on like the the graveyard shift from eleven to seven. Well, the company has a, a mandatory safety meeting. I mean, unless your butt is in a truck, the seat of a truck, and you're on the road, you are attending this meeting. But okay, fine. Well, the meeting's like at nine or nine thirty in the morning. Well, this guy he gets off at seven in the morning. He's like, well, I'm tired, but I'm not going to go home to come right back to a safety meeting. So he goes and crawls into one of the trucks into one of the uh, semi-tractors and gets in the sleeper to take a, get a little shut-eye before the meeting. Well, about five hours later, um, on I-80, way the heck over in Iowa, he scares the hell out of the truck driver when he comes climbing out of the sleeper. He missed the safety meeting. 
Which was okay, I guess, because I, I, I don't think he worked for the company much longer. But anyway, I thought that was really funny. It was unintentional. Nice guy. I'm not going to go into any more details, but it, that was just a funny deal. Um, you, you guys, anything? Uh, let's let's hear some of you guys' uh, stories and experiences and so forth. I got uh, I got a couple. Unless you wanted to go, April. Oh no, go ahead. Okay, so um, I'm, I've got uh, one that I did, uh, one that I wish I did, <laughs> one that was done to me, and one that was done to somebody else. So we'll start with the one that I did, and I've I've mentioned this on the show before, and I'm a little disappointed that Nat's not here. But uh, I have talked about this before, how much Nat loves grunge music and uh, <clears throat> how much less he even, even less he likes Tori Amos. <laughs> and uh, the earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the name of this album was, but I was in a Barnes and Noble and, you know, you go over there and the, you play these little snippets. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is Tori Amos covering Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I specifically bought that CD just so that I could dedicate that song to Nat Hall on the air. Oh, he, he calls. He's like, what is this? <laughs> like, it's for you, buddy. <laughs> so that was one that I actually spent, mo- spent money to, to prank Nat. <clears throat> And that was a terrible CD. I'm pretty sure I tossed it in the trash after I after I played it. Uh, but I did have I kept the little earthquake CD for some reason. I kind of liked that. But uh, so the one that was played on me, uh, it was it was in retaliation for a shoe polishing that I did. A shoe polished uh, it would be it was Katrina Bless at the time. It would be Katrina Calvin at this time. Um, friend and listener of the show. Uh, decided that she was going to get me back. And uh, I was driving a little Ford Escort, and she saran wrapped it, syruped, cheerioed, and saran wrapped again. And then I believe shaving creamed it after that. And uh, I don't know if you guys realize how hard it is for me to bring myself to wash any fucking car I own. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was. I washed and washed and washed, and I think it was still sticky when I sold it five years later. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a mess. But uh, if you go to the right place on Facebook, you can find the, the few pictures that I have of that uh, are actually <laughs> of me taking the stuff off there. A much trimmer Rock and Chadley B. <laughs> and younger. <laughs> much, much younger as well. Uh, so that was one that was played on me. Uh, the best prank that I can remember is something you guys also brought up was uh, Jerry Mangum talking shit on Goodwill PD all night long and uh, Justin and Brutus meeting him at the door at KPSU. (laughs) (laughs) And like I said, they had it on video at some part. (laughs) It's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. Brutus raising hell and Jerry closing the door faster than anybody's ever closed the door. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in his life that was one of the best ones and this other one involves Justin Carnegie also so this is the one I wish I had done I was in Justin's wedding 
And I, I kind of made it my point because Justin had some, some friends that he had gone to college with that that uh, had never met Jenny, and they were really wanting to make a mess of their car and their truck and that kind of stuff. And I kind of tried to keep everybody off of there. But the one thing that I wanted to do, we had the dress rehearsal, and it was in this church somewhere. I'm not real sure where. I don't know if it was in Kansas or if it was in, like, Jenny was from Texoma. It was out in the middle of nowhere. Go out there for the dress rehearsal. I'm the best man. I'm going to be in charge of the rings. And we're standing there, and I'm like, look at that great big furnace vent right there in front of us. I so wished, and I wanted to, and I talked about it even, I wanted to get a couple of pop tabs. And when they asked for the rings, I was going to drop them in there. <laughs> and I didn't do it, mainly because I was concerned about the wrath of Ginny at the time. Mm. Uh, women don't really like people messing with their wedding. <laughs> well, I didn't do it. That was the one I was going to do. Now, that's, that's all I really got. That's the stuff I was thinking about. But I know that we had probably played a prank or two on you, April. <laughs> through the radio station and I will I, I love it that you say we brought you out of your shell but sometimes I feel like I can't forgive myself for that <laughs> no it's all good <laughs> like I said yeah. once, when, when you start talking about the stuff Nat did then I don't feel so bad but <laughs> With my with my eight hundred numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's not that we took it; we didn't exactly take it upon ourselves to prank about everybody we knew on the airwaves. It wasn't uh, it wasn't that or anything. I I can remember being the station manager, and uh, they weren't really pranks, but uh, Greg Crane could make your ear the hair stand up on the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about certain people that need to be hung by the balls of their feet. Just as I'm about oh. to pick up the phone. Oh, <laughs> I, like, I you know I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs> I was working at wow. uh, working at College Corner and listening to the KPSU, and I'm just like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> there, there became that was the time. You know, when I was when I was just a wee little DJ, I did everything <laughs> by the book and was just very and. But that last year, they did not care, didn't care. <laughs> That was my last year. You were there a little longer than that, I think. <laughs> uh, prob- probably. It's, it's a wonder it wasn't my last year. I guess I carried on. <laughs> yeah, I, it just became, it was, you know, I love doing it, but I mean, it's like rules. Of, what, what are you yeah. talking about? Well, yeah, that's, that was the thing, you know, like the one thing I, we always kind of tried to adhere to was the no last names. And then, the, yeah. you know, I'll be sitting there and the madman's like, this song goes oh. out to, and he rattles off both names. It's a to- it's a prank, but it's a, a seriously big deal that had gone down. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't you pay attention to orientation? Oh wait, it's and, a bad man. Oh. Yeah. Well, people though were probably. You know, to his credit, people were probably they might have not paid that close attention. Maybe they didn't pay that close. But they were still trying to uh, to digest or get past the. And you know, in the last in the last twelve minutes, we've heard uh, Madonna, George Jones, and Judas Priest all like back <laughs> right? to back. So, <laughs> right. 
He's a madman. He's a madman. <laughs> yep. I I used to love it, Greg, when you would say, this is KPSU, where you can hear MC Hammer and Randy Travis back to back. I did forget yeah. about this one. There was a pretty good prank, prank played on me at one point. The chief of police at the time, when I first came to, to PSU, <clears throat> gave me a hard time about my long hair and my damn heavy metal music that I always listen to. And why can't I play some George Strait? Literally, I was getting ready to open up a show at noon, sitting around talking to our uh, fearless leader, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Guthrie, and uh, the chief of police and another deputy come in and just sat down. And uh, I don't think it was uh, Russell's first time. He's like, um, do I need to find a replacement? Greg <laughs> <laughs> Peterson is like, uh, no, I brought my license. <laughs> So, started the show, and I got about two songs in, and he uh, cuffed me to the chair and took over my radio show for two hours. Wow. <laughs> Stopped right in the middle of White Stakes, still, still in the night, just, and started <laughs> off with The Fireman by George Strait. <clears throat> and they antagonized everybody that called. It was, uh, oh my goodness. It, was it was actually kind of fun. <clears throat> By the time it was all over with, because uh, I sure as hell wasn't going to stop playing my my music. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as hell didn't think he was going to come up and handcuff me to the chair. But we both learned something that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So all right, that's it for me. I can't believe go? I forgot that one. Well, I think you're about all the. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will tell you a little story. So, you know, I'm married to a Canadian. Um, his parents are well. His his father has has passed away, but he was he was a sweet sweet man. Robin's mom will do anything for anyone. She is just the kindest person. Love her to pieces. But she told me this story a few years ago about one time they had, uh, they trapped a rabbit or something. And so they took the rabbit guts and they put them in a box and they wrapped it up like a Christmas present and they put it down by the road or on the road. I think she said they put it on the road. And then they all sat in the house watching for somebody to come by and pick oh. it up. <laughs> and I just cannot imagine. She's just so sweet. And she did that. Oh, I can't imagine opening oh. that box. I, I, yeah. I, I, I have I, cats and dogs that uh, bring you that stuff for free. So, yeah. a, 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 April, I thought you were going to say that they were waiting for someone to run over the box. Yeah. No. And, 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 then, and then say, hey, uh, you hit a box and. Uh, it wasn't empty, so yeah. No, no, they were waiting for somebody to pick it up and say, "Oh, we found this Christmas present. Let's take it home." This was long time ago. I think she said back in the '60s or '70s, maybe. 
April, you mentioned that, and that it, it just I hadn't even thought about this for years. I had heard of a story where uh, some people took an old suitcase and they had holes in it, but they put a like a wild cat in it and set it on oh. the road. Someone picked it up, and a little bit later down the road, they saw the cat jumping out of the out of the car. So. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so another prank that I have, um, when I first got out of college and got my first job, I worked for a craft book publisher and one of my supervisor, she always chewed on pins. She'd chew every, she'd pick up a pin from my desk and chew on it and just, her pins were disgusting. So she was gone one time and we decided we would put that nasty fingernail polish stuff. So you'd stop chewing your fingernails, you know, uh, we yeah. put that on every pin in the office. So she came back oh. and the company was spread out all over the place. So our, the company owner was very seldom in our building, but she came down one day and I was at a drafting table drawing something and um, Mary was the owner of the company. She came and she picked up a pin and she put it in her mouth and she chewed on it for a little while. And then she looked at it and she said, has somebody put these pins in hot sauce? (laughs) And I just had to put my head down. No, no. We just all, we don't know what you're talking about. So when she left, Stacy, the one who this prank was intended to be on, she said, what did you guys do? But she never chewed. Stacy never chewed on another pin, even before Mary came. So the prank was really on us. <laughs> but you- That's awesome. But April, I mean, she didn't, she, after that, she didn't chew on pins anymore? She didn't, no. Well, so and, see, you kind of did a good thing there. It kind of worked yeah, but, out. You prevented the spread but, of COVID. Yeah, but she didn't even, <laughs> Stacy didn't chew on any when she came back. So she just, for some reason, had stopped chewing all of our pins. And then the owner <laughs> chewed one. So anyway, it was... Yeah, it was very strange. But at that same job, we had this one guy. He would come in late on Wednesdays because he delivered um, telephone directories for something or whatever. So one day, we turned his desk around backwards. And Uh, we had a bunch of boxes. There were boxes piled in front of his desk anyway, so he would never notice. So we put all the boxes back and we put everything on his desk just like it should be. So he sat down in his chair and he rammed his knees into it, into his desk. (laughs) That was a fun one, too. We were kind of, we were very ornery at that job. But, um, so a lot of, most of my pranks are work-related pranks. So... Um, these last two, well, next to the last two that I'll tell you. Accidentally just turned the coffee maker on. I got to unplug it. (laughs) Because I don't drink coffee. I'm like, what's this button do? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was the magic fingers on the bed there. I was. (laughs) (laughs) So years ago, um, I worked with this 
sweet young lady. And some somehow we got a little basket in our office. Ugliest little basket you've ever seen. But I don't even remember how it started. So because this has probably been at least 20 years ago, probably longer. But um Amy would take that basket and she would hide it somewhere in my desk. And then I would randomly find it and then I'd hide it in her desk and we went back and forth. So when my daughter was born, um, Amy had quit working with me because she had it. She was staying home with her son. But when my daughter was born a year after Amy's son was born, I got a sweet bouquet or not bouquet, but a flower arrangement. And it was just the cutest thing. And then I kept looking at it and I was like, that's that ugly basket. She <laughs> gave it back to me. So <laughs> when she turned 40, I got her this gift and I stuffed that ugly basket back in her. <laughs> so that has been 20 years. We've been giving that basket back and forth. But um, probably five years ago, my friend Mark, um, who also works with me, he had um, some homemade Rice Krispie treats that he brought into work. Mark and is the beer, the beer guy, right? The beers beer guy, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, dudes he and listens to the he listens to the podcast. So he well, he he's these, a trooper. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he had these Rice Krispie treats. And there was one that nobody ate and it just kind of hung around the office for a while. Then um, <laughs> I found it in a cup on my desk one day, but he, and it was in a coffee cup. He had turned the coffee cup upside down. And he'd stuck the Rice Krispie treat up in there. And so when I was moving my desk, I found that <laughs> Rice Krispie treat in the coffee oh. cup. So we've passed that back and forth. For the last five years, the Rice Krispie Treat. But one time I taped it, I duct taped it up underneath his desk. I thought he's never going to find it here. But then we had to move out of our building. And so when they were taking all the furniture apart, they found it. But um, we've, yeah, he just recently found it in our new building. It's been hidden for at least the last eight or nine months and he just <laughs> recently found it so i know it's going to show up in my cubicle soon so anyway that's that's been fun <laughs> but i will end with this one so as you know my name is april when i was little i was probably three years old um my cousin linda and my brother were playing april fool's jokes on April Fool's Day and they just they did it all day long and I I guess I didn't I didn't know because I was little I, I didn't know there was a month named after me so um, <laughs> I played a joke on somebody and I played a Linda Fool's joke and so <laughs> so ever since then April 1st is Linda Fool's Day for me <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So very good. Oh, that's very good. what I've got. Very good. Um, I for some reason April, your I mean your recollection spurred a few things that I was uh, 
just remembering about there was a a friend of mine who uh, lived in the little town where we, we all went to college. And one night after the radio station and after the radio show ended, uh, I was off the air and I think I was walking back to my house and I was walking past his house with a friend of mine. And, uh, you know, it was after midnight. We were going to go by and see this friend, but the lights were out. He was obviously asleep in the house. Um, but uh, outside his his uh, 65 Chevy pickup, you know, 65 GMC pickup, two wheel drive. Uh, ugly gray, uh, but it did have an AMF or it did have an AM radio that worked and played uh, country and western music. <laughs> it, got, it was parked outside with the key with the key in it. Uh, so uh, the, the next morning, when uh, he was ready to go to class or wherever he was going, uh, uh, his uh, pickup was not where he left it. But uh, uh-huh. he knew where to call. He called me. He called me later. And, what you so and so's do with? What you so and so's do with my truck? So, anyway, uh, which like a couple years later, back in the day here in my little town, we had a we had a drive-in movie, and we a bunch of us guys here from the town, we just got together one night. There was at least half a dozen, maybe seven, eight of us, and we got in his uh, pickup. We all went to the drive-in, and uh, we're sitting in the back of the pickup and all, and a couple in the front and. And uh, we were going to send him into the uh, concession stand to get our food. So we gave him this list of food we wanted. And, of course, he's in there jaw-jacking, dicking around, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> and the movie hadn't started yet. I'm like, I'm bored. Uh, this pickup's going to move. And so I moved it back like three <laughs> rows and to the other side of the concession stand. So like 15 minutes later, he comes out. And he's got these two armloads food and he's walking around like a doofus you know it's about dust and the and the previews are playing and we're all watching it like he's looking around and I think this, is, this is hilarious until i'm you know he's got our food and i'm getting kind of hungry um so anyway that was a that was another uh funny time we had there going back um years ago i was i remember fourth grade and my friend Guy had a, uh, it was his birthday, it was in May, and he was having a slumber party that weekend for, I don't know, like a dozen of us kids in the, guys in the fourth grade. And we were having this little gunfight in their house. They had kind of a bigger house, and we were playing cowboys and Indians, cops and robbers, something, I don't know. We were having a big shoot 'em up Something politically incorrect. <laughs> my friend, my friend Jody and I were in his room at the end of the hall and we were going to have to try and fight our way out because they had the hall, they had the other end of the hall covered and they were going to shoot us if we came out. So we thought there was like a car seat in the room and there were some blankets. And I don't know if you guys remember this. There was a a ventriloquist act, uh, Willie Tyler and Lester. Do you remember them at all? Mm -hmm. Okay. Lester was a little, uh, the little dummy, the little ventriloquist dummy, but he guy had the Lester doll, only Lester's head was off. He was apart from his body. <laughs> so we we took the car seat and we packed the blankets all on it. We stuck Lester's head on top of it and <laughs> opened the door. And it was kind of dark and swoosh. Lester went flying down the hall and somebody shot and Lester's head popped off and they freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in fourth grade, it was really funny. But uh, <laughs> Well, I did think of one more. Uh, also, faithful listener to the show, 
Britt Firestone uh, joined the Goodwell Reserve Police Department about a year after I did. And part of being on the reserves meant that you had to lock up campus every night. Well, he, he never did it to me, but Brent used to think it was really funny to hide in one of the buildings that somebody was locking up and then jump out at him just as they came through the hallway. <laughs> the first time that he told me about it, I thought it was hilarious because of who he did it to. I told him, I said, I promise you, Brent, I'm buying pepper spray. And if you do that to me, I'm pepper spraying your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever did it to me, but man, that other guy. I don't. I haven't heard from him for a long time. Justin Hamilton was his name, and they uh, both went at it for quite a while. Mm. <laughs> oh my! It was. Uh, but man, I mean, I, I told him, I'm like, I, I wouldn't be in the mood for that at all. I'd kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was not a practical joke on anyone i mean it, this is on a fictional character but one of the and there have been a few good shows concerning or centered around practical jokes cheers would have a they would have a an episode called bar wars and they would take on gary's old town tavern the the, the, the competing bar and they had some right. great great ones i remember the time that they had like a gary's was going to have like closed circuit tv they were having this uh, title fight this boxing match on and the guys from cheers I think it was Norm and Cliff, I think, they hooked up a VCR somehow to, to jam this, to, to, to take over Gary's uh, uh, broadcast. And all the people are at Gary's Old Town Tavern, the fight fans ready for the fight. And when it comes on, they click on the VCR and, and the Cheers guys somehow click on the, I can't, I have to watch it again. They click on the VCR and it's, uh, Cliff and Norm are like sitting in their chairs. They're like dressed very uh, exquisitely and they're smoking pipes and reading English poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, or if you're not interested in listening to us, you could catch the fight down at Cheers. And, and so everybody gets up. <laughs> so That's that was funny. pretty good. Uh, there was, this was funny on an episode of MASH, um, Major Winchester, he, uh, uh, BJ Honeycutt, he got some, he got some, uh, it was some kind of cookies, like rum cookies from home, and he said he didn't like them. And he gave some to Major Winchester, and he started, he loved the cookies, and he says, well, take them. I, I don't care for them. You take them. Then he said, are you sure? Oh, yeah, take them. So he was eating them. Well, BJ, Captain Honeycutt, got a, a set of Charles' pants, Major Winchester's pants, and had them taken in at the waist. And so he thought he was putting on all this weight. And then later he had them taken way out. So he thought he was dropping a lot of weight. And I remember towards the end, towards the end, Hawkeye's like, what, what are you going to do now? And BJ, he kind of grins. He goes, starting next week, he gets taller. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> but, and MASH had, MASH had some pretty good uh, practical jokes. That they oh, had, yeah. Uh, so they had some good episodes there. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I always appreciate a good practical joke, even if it's if it's me. I I I appreciate it. I I wish I had pulled more, but I for some reason I yeah. didn't. But uh, but yeah, I kind of like, like my teeth. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, yeah. It's like that that saying. Uh, 
you know, four out of five dentists recommend flossing is good for your teeth. You know what else dentists recommend is good for your teeth? Keeping your damn mouth shut. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you got, you reminded me of one more. We had this guy that I worked with when I worked at the Dodge dealer and he had struggled with this car. And I mean, it was, it was a relatively simple job. You have to pull the transmission out, put it, put a, you know, pull the flywheel off, put the rear crank seal in it. Cause that's wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, Chad's like, this is an easy job. <laughs> well, <laughs> this was yeah, the guy, yeah, this no. was the tranny guy. So let's put it yeah, yeah. The transmission guy, let's be real specific. <laughs> the tranny uh, guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think these, I think these heels are yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, it just wouldn't go back together. And I mean, you know, we are all over there trying to help him put it together. Part of that is you have to test drive it to make sure everything is okay after you leave. Uh, he backs that thing out, and uh, the guy next to me gets his little uh, container of oil and dribbles it all the way out the door. From <laughs> <laughs> where that guy was. <laughs> that guy comes back in, and he's like, what the... What the? <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're gonna tell you about that. He goes back out in the car, brings it back in, looks all over, and it's like, I just <laughs> finally don't stole it. Yeah, <laughs> found your leak. Hands him the quart of oil. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, that's that's really messing with someone there when you're in that type of environment. <laughs> Um, which, yeah. or, or putting some little stupid thing in there that's going to make a sound or something that, you know, yeah. some grinding or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you just wait for them to fire that engine swap up that they just did, and then you sit there with your your uh, your ranch and go. <laughs> <laughs> that's always fun. <laughs> but see, I don't play those games because that stuff happens to me. It's not even oh, a I, joke. I, it always, I don't. Like, if I'm, if, if I'm going to spend, like, I'm putting this motor together with my son, if that thing hammers, I'm just going to drop a bomb on the car. <laughs> yeah. You know, karma, karma comes around more frequently than it should. So yeah, I don't like doing things <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, are we going to do music tonight? Well, uh, we can. <laughs> I'm just asking, cause I don't remember anything that you guys recommended. I did listen to your whole show that I thought was fantastic, but I never posted your links because oh, I, okay. I may not the, have caught that part of it. The last, the last show we did that you were not on that one. I knew. I mean, I knew there was right. a reason. That's the last one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was fantastic, but uh, nobody sent me any links, so I didn't post any. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch and, of you know, and and I think That's I've right. dropped. I dropped the ball too because I have been just I've been posting. Them, I noticed except, you were posting except yours except I don't th I, but I don't think I did. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you did. It's, yeah, it's not the end of the world. We're just posting stuff that we like. So <laughs> <laughs> most of these people are like, man, these guys really are stuck in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and I really don't see a problem with that. If if you got to be stuck somewhere, that's right. <clears throat> I right. I have to say though, like the band Stained, there's a real strange thing with them. The band Stained is Stained is led by <laughs> uh, a guy named Aaron Lewis, who well, six ten years ago decided he was gonna become a country singer on his own. 
and uh, he has done okay on the, in the country realm. Uh, I ran across a song of his on YouTube yesterday called If I Were a Liberal, and it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, pretty impressive. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't hold anything back. Wow. Uh, so... And it sounds like if I if I, I think I found something on their YouTube channel here just recently that Stained is coming back as Stained instead of whatever he was. The the band's getting back together. That could end up really good, or it could end up terrible. It's hard to say. <laughs> <clears throat> Nat and I don't agree on this particular realm of music, like Stained, Breaking Benjamin, Three Days Grace, that kind of stuff. But what do you call that? Alternative rock or whatever. Um, yeah. Or. Something that you could even call it screamo, you know. Um, these people, I, I used to say that, I, like I say, I always say this about 80s music, some of the best musicianship ruined by the worst lyrics in the whole world. But you listen to like this Three Days Grace and these uh, these abstain Breaking Benjamin, these guys, they're, they're all about all the troubles of today. And, and that, like, their songs have so much more depth in them than what we used to listen to. I think I'm going to die, guys, or my arm's going to fall off or something. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I'll let you know. Well, you better not die. Just let your arm fall off. I think they just planted that microchip in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, but like Matt says, it's really hard for me to be happy and headbang when I'm being reminded of all the depression and anxiety that I have. So that's why I think Nat doesn't like those bands like I like those bands. So mm. anyway, I don't know why I even brought that up. <laughs> it's the Benadryl talking. It's, yeah, I was just thinking the exact same thing. I looked over at April and I'm like, yeah, here it comes. <laughs> you guys I haven't had a beer in, I don't even, well, it's probably been a month or two. My daughter called one night and I went out and had a beer with her. I've been drinking. I'm trying to keep this blood sugar down, man. It's a struggle. So, yeah. Chad, you, okay. I was thinking earlier, April, when she was going over some of her uh, wonderful uh, recollections of jokes, I had one and it was so awesome. And then I lost it and I was like, I can't think of what that was. Well, Chad's uh, reference to his drinking has brought that back to me. So thank you. I do. I've got another one. I, it's a really quick. Okay. About 20, 25 years ago in my hometown, uh, a few of us gathered for a game of cards at night. Um, there were probably, I don't know, eight, ten of us there playing. And one of my friends, he, uh, we, we ribbed him a lot. We, we gave him a lot of shots about things. And a good guy. Um, he, was, he drank Mountain Dew all the time. Um, so we're sitting there all around the table. I'm not in this hand. I'm kind of sitting back and there's maybe five, six of them playing this hand and, and he's playing there, this friend of mine, and he's got this full bottle of Mountain Dew there. And I kind of tapped one of my friends who was behind him over there. I, I kind of made the motion pass, get his Mountain Dew and get it over here. So, uh, he, he got them and it had, it was, like I said, his new bottle of Mountain Dew and this guy drank Mountain Dew all the time so passes the mountain dew very uh very nonchalantly to me when this guy you know he's focusing on his cards on his hand there he's looking at me and i take it pop the cap off real quick guzzle half of the mountain dew 
<laughs> okay, we got to do this really quick, really quick. Reach the other hand as I'm just done pulling pulling the Mountain Dew from my lip. The other hand has the bottle of Everclear, and we're <laughs> filling it back up with Everclear, which uh, most of you know is uh, like I think it's uh, octane rating eighty seven. It's anyway, like yeah, it's like ninety five percent and alcohol I, or something crazy I, like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a I think it's one hundred and eighty or one hundred and ninety proof. So right about yeah. there. Anyway, I screw the cap back on. The Mount Dew bottle goes I'm back to its it, original. It goes back it to didn't its just melt. It goes. It goes. <laughs> it goes back to its original uh, spot there, around behind the guy on the table. So we're watching. We're watching. And we're, gonna, we're like in. Remember in Caddyshack when they're like, "Hey, if you guys seen the movie? Hey, fifty bucks says a smells kid picks his nose." And it's like, "Come on, come on, do it, do it." That's how we were all kind of waiting, waiting, and we're looking. He reaches over. Takes the lid off the Mountain Dew, takes a drink. To his credit, he did not spit it out. But oh wow. my gosh, it's it set him on fire. He took a slug, like, mm, mm, and it went down. But uh, anyway, that's I did that one. That was my so. There you go. You know, I can have a lot of fun with Everclear and an unsuspecting person. I've learned that out. So yeah, that one. You know that that uh, reminds me of a few things. <laughs> I, I've been friends with the Madman for a long time. Like, I, I, uh, I, as a matter of fact, he doesn't remember how long because I remember him being in my first grade class. <clears throat> and wow, he was in my first grade class, but then he they moved to a different part of Guyman and ended up at a different school. So I didn't meet up with him again until like fifth or sixth grade. But the big thing in Guyman at the elementary school once you got to fifth grade, everybody went to academy school. And across the street from academy school was the candy store. And at the candy store, during lunch, uh, they had open campus. I don't think fifth and sixth graders could go over there. You could go over there after school and buy candy. But like the junior high kids, they could get money from their parents and go eat burgers and fries at the candy store. And I couldn't go over there every day. Now, Jerry went over there every day, but I would go over there and meet Jerry over there. And I I might have saved up all week, you know, two weeks allowance so I could go <laughs> pork out at this place. Mm-hmm. Every damn time that guy would, I'd walk away to do something. He'd fill my, my soda that was half of whatever I paid for the whole meal. He'd fill it with salt. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it used to make me so mad. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Um, then I you worked at Miss Burger. You would have started taking your soda with you. I think I just quit hanging around with him. <laughs> <laughs> I might have just quit hanging around with him for a little while. Uh, or I just quit going to the candy store. I don't remember. But, uh, you know, along those lines, I spent a lot of time in the food industry. And I do remember more than once putting Copenhagen in somebody's hamburger. Oh. Not the public, not the public. It would have been somebody that I worked with, you know, somebody that was, <laughs> was usually somebody that was being an asshole. But your food was never safe at Mister Burger. As a as a consumer, it was. But if you were an employee, uh, uh-uh. uh, no way. There ain't nothing here. You know, even the, you know. It was nothing for someone to walk by and go, oh, a cheeseburger looks good. Just take a big-ass bite out of it and lay it back down. 
<laughs> you come back. Oh. Uh, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I knew better than to do anything to the public, but uh, man, sometimes you really wanted to. <laughs> I had friends that would do that and I just didn't most of the time they did it to whatever cop was going through the drive-thru I'm like that's the dumbest thing you could ever do <laughs> yeah no kidding <sighs> wow uh, hopefully the Benadryl's not wearing off my eyes are starting to itch again uh oh gosh dang is that Third hand growing here on my nose yet? <laughs> I, I don't think it's got anything to do with the shot. I've been fighting allergies for like three weeks now, and I've just been miserable. I take Claritin in the morning, Zyrtec at night, and maybe even a couple of Benadryl at night. Goodness. I, I wake up with my tongue welded to the roof of my mouth most mornings. <laughs> Do you do Flonase? Uh, I have it. It's just one more thing that, one more god awful <laughs> tasting thing that I would have to put in my body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's just it. I'm taking all these pills, this Claritin, this Zyrtec, you know. Any day now, I'm going to have a bloody nose for like 45 minutes and I'll, I'll just be praying that God will let me die. <laughs> He won't. Oh. I'll just need more Kleenex. Okay. I'm going to run this by you. I ran it by April. I feel like one of these upcoming podcasts, if not the next one, I'd like to do one on near-death experiences. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm... I'm there. I can do, have you know. one or two. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. It's funny you mentioned. I won't go into detail, but earlier I meant we're talking about your washer. I mentioned two. I two twenty. Oh yeah. 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 And I'm not even going to mention the time that Nat took us into the wrong parking lot in Amarillo. Oh. <laughs> and speaking uh, of and I'm not even jokes, talking about that parking lot. I'm talking about the first convenience store did, we went to. Did, <laughs> Did, speaking of practical jokes, didn't we dress up Nat's little car one night? Didn't it seem like we wrote some things on his car? Were you with Seems us? Like we, I, I probably. Yeah, probably. I think. Yeah, if I there think, was a car getting vandalized, I was in on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think mainly we got because one. everybody's like, "Hey, we're gonna do this. We're not gonna hurt the car." I'm like, I don't care. What are we doing? Well, <laughs> I, I do think we did one of Nat's cars. Um, we could have done one of my cars, but no one would have noticed the difference. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, oh, and then real quick, there was another one. I just remember when I was uh, living there in Goodwill in in some those nice apartments. I had fallen asleep on the. I was kind of falling in and out of sleep on the couch, and there was I was some dumb. It was like Jerry Springer or something was on, and he's like, you know, one of those that come on at midnight or one o'clock, and he says, um, it was during a break, and he says. Are you a are you a man who's uh, ready to come out, or are you a man who's who likes wearing weird clothes, or are you a man with a fetish? And and all of a sudden, the 
my one eye popped open. I was like, uh, I'm not, but I know someone who is. Because they said, <laughs> I said, so I gave, I gave them a number to a guy I knew. So. <laughs> You are the man. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was very mature. Still am. So yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I you know that's the thing. I mean, there's millions of them. I wish that my recollection recollection. <laughs> Fancy for you. It's not a stroke, people. It's been a drill. Um, my recollection, my recollection of the KPSU days is way fuzzier than I wish it was. I'd like yeah. to be able to remember more of that stuff because I know there was tons of inside jokes flying over the airwaves. Comes from place. doing all those shows on Benadryl and alcohol. You just yeah, right. uh, you know. <laughs> I didn't discover that until my thirties. Ted was like the Ozzy Osbourne of college college <laughs> yeah. DJs. Yeah, man in the thing with I think that's probably yeah. the only job I had never showed up too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you took it serious. You did a good job. You took it. I mean, that's the deal. You took it serious. Oh, yeah. uh, like I said, I, I couldn't. Like, I didn't care what I actually went to school for. I couldn't sign up for KPSU fast enough. Yeah. And I was so happy when like, I had dropped, I dropped the semester in the middle of the semester and uh, <laughs> Russ let me go ahead and keep my shift. I was never so grateful. That was it. Yeah. The only thing that I really liked about doing that, I was also the station manager, so somebody had to take over for that. And I think it was Richard Hine. And the next semester, then the job came open again and I got it. Uh, and uh, I probably... <laughs> I should have let Richard have it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that—that's that was. I, for some reason, I thought that that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And somewhere along my third year of school was when I figured out that it had way more to do with making. Of course, we took all those classes. Well, let me put that differently. I enrolled in all those classes. <laughs> <laughs> where we had to make I, the commercials. Oh, yeah, where we talked about commercials. And we talked yeah. about how you had to have X amount of radio time sold and that kind of stuff. And somewhere along the lines, I talked to an actual real DJ, and they talked about all the stuff they had to do, and they spent most of their days recording commercials. And if they weren't recording commercials, they were doing a remote somewhere. I'm like, huh. I think I'll just work at McDonald's and build hot rods. <laughs> That's actually what I was going to do when I moved to Grand Island. The guy I knew that had the fastest hot rod around there worked at McDonald's. I'm like, hey, he could do it. I could do it, too. I All couldn't right. bring myself to work at McDonald's. I still don't have a hot rod, either. <laughs> <laughs> Get closer on that. Fortunately, I'm not working at McDonald's. That's a good thing. Oh, man. I hear that all the time. Like, we, like, people where I work, they're like, well, I could go to McDonald's and make more money than this. I'm like, why don't you go? <laughs> yeah. I said, I could, too, 
but I'll be damned if I'm gonna cook food for people. Screw off. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna. He's, and if I am, I'm damn sure gonna be putting Copenhagen in the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Hey, this burger's a little dirty. It has this minty, uh, minty flavor to it. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the urge. I'm getting the urge to just kind of spit. It's a, yeah. I, it's a little. It's a little gritty. That, that that hamburger that you have, could I like just like cut off a chunk and stick in my jaw and just suck on it? Feel free, sir. Feel free. Oh, that's terrible. It is. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Uh, well, um, I guess we're going to be doing near-death experiences soon. Well, no, we're going to be doing a podcast. About- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, let me back up there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be going skydiving tomorrow. I hope that's not the case. No, um, this seems like a good idea, but uh, my mom doing- is a, a loyal listener to the show. So we're, we're going to be doing. <laughs> She'll be getting enlightened. <laughs> near-death near experiences. Uh, on our next one, um, are we doing any music? I I came across something that I would uh, certainly share that you may or may not be interested in. But uh, yeah, we, we, we can we can certainly make we can certainly make recommendations. Okay. So, Let's, but you're gonna have to start because I will. Um, there's a new song out I heard just a couple days ago by Stephen Piercy, and we know who he was involved with. And the name of the song is actually called "I'm a Rat." Um, I'll post a link to it. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I'll post a link to it. Um, and that's what I would like people to listen to. What I'm going to listen to, and I was thinking about this earlier today, and then Chad brought up, uh, we kind of went off on a little segue there about a practical joke and, and uh, country music. I'm, And I know I've used him before, but I'm going to listen to one of my Sam all-time Hunt. favorites. Sam Hunt. <laughs> Wait. Sam Hunt, don't you mean Sam Young? <laughs> that cracked me up when when I said that and Chad jumped on it like I told Nat. I said, "No, Sam Young's what you were trying to." And Chad's like, "Sam Young guy." <laughs> so, so Chad, did you did you say that you had not heard a Sam Hunt song? Did you tell us that a while back? I let's put it this way: I might have heard one, but I didn't know it was one of his. Uh, okay. So I was uh, fortunate enough. My my daughter came with me a couple of days ago, and I was she she's into she's into all of it. She likes all the music, and we were talking about uh, Jason Boland and the Stragglers. Uh, one of those Red Dirt bands was supposed to be in Carney, or yeah, in Carney last night. Uh, and they, uh, my kids like him. I like him. I think it would have been a good time. But my daughter ended up working, and the other daughter. It it just wasn't going to work. Plus, I didn't feel like spending twenty five bucks to go see him. <clears throat> um, anyway, he uh, there's another there's a new guy. She had she was talking about Colt Ford, and I'm like, what is? I don't like this country rap. I don't I don't understand it. And I've been hearing about this uh, Upchurch is the the guy's name. Last name is Upchurch. And she's like, oh, I like his song, Rolling Stone. And I listened to it, and I could I could maybe be okay with it. Boy, I don't know. <laughs> I get the feeling. <laughs> After, well, when I listen to that, I get the feeling. The only thing is that this guy's got a voice, and I think that's what 
saves this because well, it's almost it's almost exactly the same thing. Sam but, uh, Sam Sam Hunt doesn't really rap. He he just he literally he just speaks. He talks. He, just he doesn't talks, really yeah. oh, He okay. just ta- he just talks and then he jumps into kind of singing and then he jumps back into the talking. Yeah, so That's no good. Yeah, it's kind of like I remember at a school dance, um I think my senior year when the DJ played and I love the song in the band played uh, White Snake, um, Here I Go Again. Don't play mm. that song at a dance because you can't dance to it because it starts off very, very slow. And, yeah. kind of like, and then it's like fast and you're like, okay, we're doing And then it goes slow and I'm like, what? what? So, yeah. it's uh, That song of, was ahead of its time. It was meant for nightclubs. It, it was just meant for <laughs> driving around in an 85 Camaro with the T-tops oh, yeah. off and listening Absolutely. to it. Don't, it's like, <laughs> Absolutely. A, it's, like a, it's like another one of my big uh, moans and bitches about um, straight, uh, what? Do you wear a life vest when you drive that? Oh, I I, I won't get in one of those things. Um, I'm afraid Nat Hall's going to show up and hit me with an oar. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, it's That's like fun. one of my, my biggest bitches on uh, the Stranger Things in that scene when they're at that house party. They're at a house party and they're playing Shout at the Devil and the kids are dancing. Right. If I'd yeah. have been there, I'd have been clubbing the hell out of people. Don't you dance to that song. This is a head crank it, song. You, you crank it and you listen to it, but stop dancing. <laughs> um, yep. No, I sent so, you that picture of that third Jim the, Camaro. The, uh, remember that? I think so. I think so. Yeah. The uh, yeah. uh, Sam. Oh, oh, I know the. Whoa, God, I got to sway off. <laughs> the person I'm going to listen to, who's oh. legit, who is legit country, okay. legit. Con- I'm going to be listening to Waylon Jennings. I don't know what I'm going to listen to by Waylon, but it doesn't matter because it's all good. So that's what I'm going to do. It's all good. There you go. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't care what you think. Of. <laughs> Just stay here and drink. That's uh, that's Merle. That's Merle. Yes. Yeah. My bad. That's uh, No, that's okay. I just wanted to clarify that. That was Merle. But, I mean, Waylon is, you know, he's right there too. So, anyway, that's I'm shutting up. Uh, someone else talk now. Well, what do you want the audience to listen to? Oh, I wanted uh, I wanted them to listen to that rat song, the new. Oh, or, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no! I meant no. It's not the new rat. It's a new Stephen Pearson Stephen song Pearson called "I'm a Rat." Called I'm a rat. rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I goofed that up. I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. Okay, you want to go, April? Sure. Okay. So, um, I do you have a tattoo? Going no. Oh. Would you like? Would you? <laughs> would you like one? Would you? Would you like one? I thought I, I would, I but I'm afraid to get one because my mom said no. Oh, oh no! I'm only Look, fifty. I, 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 but... Hey, I've got, I've got the, I've got the needles and a, and a, and actually, I've got half a bottle of Everclear that I've been saving for a card right. game. But we, but we can use it for tattoos. So anyway, we, we, well, it'll get you, it'll get you feeling right, and we can also use it for sterilizing the needles. I'm there sorry, I'm shutting up. You go ahead. All, and talk. I think we all need to, need to meet in Colorado somewhere one of these days. <laughs> I was gonna say. Oh, so um, Mark, who I mentioned earlier, he he keeps sending me these songs to listen to. So um, he sent me Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan's "Willie the Wimp" song. Oh yeah, you guys oh, heard yeah. "Willie that's the a, Wimp"? That's a great what? tune. Well, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, when I went to work in, uh, for when I very first went to work for John Deere in Nebraska, there was a station in McCook, Nebraska. I can't remember. It was 10-something, point-something FM. They played no Willie the Wimp every day, and oh. it's a good song. And you know <laughs> what? A lot, of, a lot of people, and that's the only station I've heard, and I've been across a good part of the country. That's the only station I've heard play it, and they played it all the time, and it was very good. And there are a lot of people who are, 
and I'm sorry, April, because I'm cutting into your thing here. You're fine. Wise. But but there are a lot of people who are big Stevie Ray Vaughan fans, and I'll say, oh, here, that song's Willie the Whip. And I'm like, oh, what? what? So, but no, yeah, I'm glad, you, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you brought that up. So, it, yeah, great song. Yeah, so that's, that's my recommendation. Okay. And um, I am probably going to listen to, I might listen to some Cinderella on my way to uh, Ulysses tomorrow. I'm not Heck sure, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to try it. I don't feel like you can go wrong with Cinderella on a road trip. The only thing better than that is like three Night Ranger albums. Let it <laughs> Just put them on shuffle. Uh, there you go. Man, I was thinking about that the other day. They had a song called Why Does Love Have to Change? That's an awesome tune. <clears throat> anyway, but that's not what I'm not, not where I'm going. So <laughs> Willie the Wimp is what you're listening to, and we're gonna listen to you're gonna listen. No, oh, you want us to listen yeah. to Willie the Wimp. I want Hell to yeah. Willie Gladly. I actually right. have I have like an anthology CD of Stevie Ray Vaughn's, and that's on there. It's a great CD. Um, also, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan does a way better cover of Voodoo Chili or Voodoo Child or whatever you want to call it. Um, that was originally done, I think, by Jimi Hendrix. And, yeah, yeah, I'd rather yeah. listen to Stevie play it any day. I, you're, you're right, Chad. I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Uh, Brandon's band used to, I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to play, uh, voodoo child and in the middle of it they would uh, break into a uh, is that a, I can't remember if it's a uh, sound vegetable garden or if it's a toe jam song <laughs> now but uh, they get into that right in the middle of it and it's it actually works out real well and then and then they back back into the Stevie Ray Vaughan or the Jimi Hendrix song it's uh, it's really interesting it's a, it's, it's kind of cool. I had to do a little bit of a snicker since Nat wasn't here. <laughs> or when, when you first said voodoo chili, and you know why. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, here I go. Uh, so I'm going to take the easy way out here. Uh, I'm going to listen to the Condition Critical album by Quiet Riot. Oh, yeah. And the song I want everybody to listen to is their cover of Slade's Mama, We're All Crazy Now. Right. One of my right. favorite songs in the whole world. I have found a new podcast, and he has no idea who we are, but it's a, it's a podcast. I, I found it on YouTube, and he, it's, a, it's called Wasting Time with Jason Lee. And uh, he must have been in the music business or something like that in the 90s, 80s and 90s. But he has all these cool, like I got to watch him with uh, interview Carlos Cavazo of Quiet Riot. Uh, and the one that we always laugh about, that guy's name, uh, the guy that plays with Love, Hate, Jizzy Pearl. He did an hour and a half with that guy, and that guy is far more interesting than I ever thought he would be. With a stupid name like that, I couldn't see how it could possibly be. <laughs> Cool, but he is amazing. And you guys were, you guys talked about that a little bit. You talked about love, hate, and uh, then someone, somewhere, somebody said something about uh, L.A. Guns, and he has been a singer for L.A. Guns as well. Mm. Dizzy Pearl has, and he's, uh, I can't remember who he's singing for now, but it's like, 
he sings for he he's a hired gun singer and he does he just fits in real well with all these different bands now. Love Hate was his what was it? Blackout in the Dark Room. Somebody recommended that. Or Blackout 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 in the Red Blackout Room. Blackout in the Red Room, Nat, yes. Nat, Nat recommended yeah. that. Right. Yes. So Jizzy Pearl sings that song. He's the he's the vocalist on that song. Yeah, but uh anyway. So I've watched him I've watched him interview him. I've watched him interview uh Carlos Cavazo. And I've watched him interview. There's a woman in the music business that uh, supposedly actually discovered Motley Crue and uh, a couple of other bands, Guns N' Roses. I think her name is like Vicki Hamilton or something. And then I was wa- watching some of those old VH1 behind the music things, and she's in a lot of those. She's a lot younger there but than she was in this interview. But Wasting Time with Jason Lee, if you get a chance, is a podcast you should listen to. It's really, really good. I All right. Seemed like he was going to be a clown, but he's, I'm I'm impressed. <laughs> Plus, he gets a a lot of big names. Well, that's who he had uh, Bobby Blotzer on mm. not too long ago, and then I think he's had Stephen Piercy on too. And there's lots of talk right now that Bobby and uh, Stephen are starting to get along, so he may be back in the band here before long. If you can believe that, after all that crap that went down with those guys, so. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. Mama, we're all crazy now. Is the song I'm gonna post the link to sometime after I come off the Benadryl, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna listen to that whole album, Condition Critical. I might just listen to every Quiet Ride album I get my hands on. Man, I used to... well, he isn't. He was an asshole. Kevin DeBro was an asshole, just like Sebastian Bach. But there is. There is no voice like Kevin DeBro's voice. There absolutely is not. And I, as much as I didn't like the way he carried himself, I almost took the day off when he passed away, when I found out he passed away. Because nobody really knows when he passed away. He's been in his room for several years, for several hours. Or, Jesus, here we go again. Several days. <sighs> I, guess we, know, I guess I know where we're going to find me in a few days. <laughs> No, there, no. A, a, a lot of a lot of the the singers that we really like in this right. genre music get overlooked. They really do, um, and yeah. they've got so much oh. talent. It's like, did you guys see? I posted that um, that that opera teacher singer teacher that was listening yes, to. I, I didn't Space watch. <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> it yet. But that when it comes really... on, when the, when the drum intro, <laughs> boom, it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> But I forget how she said it. She's talking about Rob. How she was, she says, "Well, I'm not really into this kind of music, but I'm into his voice." So, oh yeah, yeah, he's, man, yeah. he's awesome. He is awesome. Yep. So, have we got our uh, recommendations? Everything? I guess I just I think post. so. I think so. I think we're there. Very I good. may, well, uh, I may try and dial the madman in on the next one. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we went over the pranks. Um, I'm yep. sorry Nat was not here in person. He was in here in spirit. Um, and, yeah. and he was in here in a lot of pranks, too. So, uh, <laughs> I, uh, we'll give him a chance notoriety. to recap some when he's here next time. We, oh, yeah. we got time for that. I'm, I'm sure even if we don't give him a chance, we're going we're gonna to hear some <laughs> stuff. Well, yeah, great, yeah. Great I think mess. he's going to have plenty of good near-death experiences, for that matter. 
Most of them on the Elkan Highway, as he likes to call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where he's up there in his car playing Duck Duck Moose. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> duck, duck. Moose! <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thank you guys very much. I'm sorry I haven't been around, man. I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I Both of the last two times that I was gone, I've been trying to get over and walk on the treadmill in here and when i don't get here till nine o'clock at night it makes it really hard to do the podcast or walk on the treadmill or neither one (laughs) all right (laughs) it's just oh man i just seems like i've been really run ragged here recently and and uh, i don't mean to leave you guys high and dry this is one of my one of my favorite favorite things to do during the week well Uh, you know i love spending time with my wife but i really i enjoy this too even it's even we're very fortunate to be able to talk to each other every week in my opinion even when there's just even when there's just three of us it's like you know last week a a three-legged dog can do about everything a four-legged one can oh yeah i see that a two-legged dog opened up a youtube channel (laughs) (laughs) what is what is this You want to tell us about that before we go? We can advertise it here. I'm talking to you, Greg. About what? You're one of the two legs of the two-legged dog that started a YouTube channel this week. Oh, I'm a leg? A couple weeks. That's a lot more credit than I would give myself. I was thinking I was more of another. More like a tail? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wagging all the time. No, uh, Nat, this is Nat's doing. I, I'm just kind of there to take up space, but uh, I have a lot of Whatever. fun with it. Nat, you guys Nat, uh, both know a lot more history than the rest of us do. It's that's because like like we're that's because we're freaking old, um, <laughs> <laughs> and we just kind of you know it, it, we're that's why it took two of us because we're old and we have bad memories. So the other one kind of jogs together. Remember? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Who was that? Oh yeah. So Nat I and I. Nat and I do a Mullet Metal Mayhem uh, YouTube channel where we talk about uh, music and bands and all kinds of uh, hard rock, heavy metal, all just all that kind of stuff. Uh, we just have a fun time with that. It was Nat's idea. He put it together. I'm just kind of there along for the ride, but it's it's a great ride. It's a lot of fun. So we're doing that, and we're 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 just now getting that started. But uh, we've got some out there on YouTube. So um, if you're so- uh, if you're savvy with that, you can check it out. Do you guys use the same uh, basic format that we're using? Well, I mean, does I, he call you on Skype and just record the just, call like what we're he doing call, here? He calls me on Skype and I talk into the phone. Yep, just like okay. we're doing now. I'm uh, starting to wonder if we shouldn't start a YouTube channel. Maybe we get more listeners. Well, do do I have to wear clothes? <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I don't no, care. That's, no more audience, than you're wearing the, now, Greg. I was going to say, the, 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 audience, the audience, I guess, is going to let us know about that. <laughs> you do you. That's, That's the right. world we live in. How yeah, I'm, I'm, comfortable, I'm, you do it. I'm always going to be in clothing I because of the one <laughs> thing that, that uh, it wasn't a near-death experience, but the one thing that really uh, uh, shocked my, uh, my psyche was when I went to that nude beach and... Uh, I saw some people talking, and after a while, the manager for the new beach came up to me. I thought I was in trouble. Said, "No, sir. Actually, we're glad you're here, but that, you know, actually, after looking, you, next time you can park in the handicap zone." So, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
the other day that says, uh, my doctor says I'm healthy enough for sex. I'm just not attractive enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> well, you know, we can't, end it, we can't end it on a good note. I mean, why would we do that? <laughs> all right. It was great talking to you guys. We'll see you. Yes, it's next, been a lot of fun. Week. Thank yeah. you all for listening. We appreciate you. Um, tell your friends about us. Uh, we have a good time. We want to involve you in our good time. And uh, we look forward to more good times in the future. Uh, just a quick update on the listeners. Uh, Ohio's still at the top, but just barely. Oklahoma is making a run. April must be doing us some good Woo-hoo! over there. Oh, yeah. uh, our highest listenership at 15% is uh, Columbus, Ohio. Which is, uh, you know, I was going to say, April, it's kind of a two-edged sword there with the Oklahoma thing because, you know, she's pulling in that Stillwater crowd. We got our Panhandle people. Um, yep. She That's she right. refers to she refers to Norman as hell. She did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we still but don't show any listeners in Norman. So, <laughs> or Stillwater. <laughs> that was so funny because Chad was afraid. He asked about, I think, someplace in Oregon. He says, so that's hell? And she's like, "That's no, that's Norman. That's yeah. Norman. <laughs> that's Norman. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, no, we do have listeners in Norman, not in Stillwater. And I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll fix that. Uh, people in Enid listen. I mean, I don't know why people in Stillwater. Sure. Yeah, my people yeah. still want our countless. Well, you know what? I want to thank the, uh, everybody for listening, but Columbus, oh, Ohio, I, Columbus, Ohio, I am darn proud of you, and thank you. Uh, also, yeah. our our buddy, Derek Jester, who's very, <clears throat> very active on the page, he's from, I believe, North Carolina, but I think he's the only one in North Carolina who listens, because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> Way, way down here. <clears throat> North Carolina is like 2% or something like that. And I'm like, well, talk on it, man. At least he, you know, he, he interacts a lot. And he's, uh, he, I think he's a lot of fun. And I'll tell you what, though. But uh, I don't know where all these other people are coming from. I mean, they've got a bunch of them in Iowa. I haven't figured that out yet either. Well, unless they're I, all, all right. Well, we'll take them. Friends. Oh, yeah. I, I was in Iowa for a while. There, the state's still trying to recover from that. Um, but, uh, yeah. and We I have, mean, like, uh, in Iowa, it's like Grinnell, Iowa. Yeah. I don't even know where that's at. I know where Grinnell is at. Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah and it's not, a, it's not a large, sprawling metropolis, but I, I know Grinnell. I might be able uh, to find some more stuff here. Let me see what I can find. And uh, I have a theory on Columbus, Ohio. I think I think I was in touch with someone a while back from Columbus. Columbus, Ohio is a, Ohio's a cool state and it's a cool area. So, oh, that's oh. that uh, Harold guy, right? Yeah, Jim Harold. He does. He's a podcasting, uh, 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 just a podcasting fixture. So, um, but uh, maybe it's the you know you know what's located in Columbus, OSU. Now, not not the OSU, that, <laughs> not the OSU that is endeared to April's heart, but uh, we'll I'll just say it the That's way they true. say it there with pride: the Ohio State University. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, well, that's cool. I can't I can't look it up apparently because it's not the page isn't loading. But um, yeah, I. And it shouldn't bother me, but like the other day I asked who is in Bethany, Oklahoma, that's, or Annecy, Oklahoma, that's listening to us, because that's kind of unusual, too. 
Um, you know who is from Hennessy, Oklahoma? Oh, I do. Do Dr. Sarah Richter. That's right. Dr. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we got Columbus, Middletown, and Cincinnati in the uh, Ohio. And like, so the top four are Ohio, Oklahoma, Texas, and Nebraska. I'm going to take credit for Cincinnati. I think it was that okay. love. That I, I think it was that love that I showed him when we were doing our sitcoms, and I did. Uh, I did that with KRP. Uh, he must. Yeah. He must. Yeah. He must really like us because the, whoever's there is listening a lot. I mean, they keep they keep it's, Ohio on the top. It's maybe Herb Tarlick, Doctor Johnny Fever. Who hey, Doctor. Yeah. Less, there you go. Less, less Nesman. Less so Nesman. Yeah. Yeah. We got 13 percent in Oklahoma in Norman listening. 14% in Tulsa, 33% in Yukon, 13% in Gaiman. Thank God. And then we got uh, 7% in Oklahoma City. Then it goes Duncan, Edmond, Balco, Bethany, Enid, Tennessee. I'm a little disappointed Nat hasn't uh, got the, uh, the uh, some of the population up there in the Aleutian Island chains or in Alaska that we're not getting a little strong <laughs> up there. We'll, we'll deal with that later. That's right. It must well, be the promotional posters he put out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We we've got, we do show some listenership in Alaska, but like right below, like in the top five is Washington, Seattle, mm. Washington. Okay. Kurt Cobain still alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for as much as we sl- slam, for as much as we slam grunge, we've still got yeah. that. I can't believe anybody in Seattle listens to us. It's amazing. <laughs> um, there was a couple more that I was going to bring up. It's kind of weird trying to poke through this, though. Uh, Washington, Iowa. So in Iowa, it's Newton, Iowa, Des Moines are the top two, 38 and 34%. Hmm. Marion, Iowa. Hmm. Marion. I don't know where that's at. Pella, Iowa. That's where they make windows, right? Yes, it is. Yes, Pella. Uh, they make windows, and I believe uh, Vermeer pay uh, equipment is made in Pella. Could be. 10% listening out there. Uh, Grinnell is only 1%, so that's probably, they probably listened to the first one with, these guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, they didn't do that. Uh, I would imagine not, but... Uh, uh, there was, I was going to mention Kansas, because since we have some ties to Kansas. This one actually gets pretty lengthy. But our, that's another one of those things that I'm not sure where they're coming from. Winfield, Kansas. 50% of the Kansas oh, yeah. listenership. I know where Winfield is. Yeah, I know where it's at, too. I got lost and drove down there one time. Um, the, uh, uh, trying the to drive car- to Ponca City, I think. Still are. The... Uh, character of a little trivia for you the character of marianne from gilligan's island was from winfield kansas winfield kansas no kidding uh hugeton 10 percent mead mediola those guys are like five miles apart i don't know why they separate them there's seven percent each now this is funny oh this is kansas mead kansas mediola kansas okay then we go to elkhart liberal hiawatha which is clear down in, well, to be up in northeastern Kansas. That's like hmm. 40 miles from Peru State College in Peru, Nebraska. And then you got Gordon's, Gordon City. Here we go again. Garden City, Overland Garden Park, City. and Lakin. And uh, we know who's listening in Lakin. Thank you, Katrina. Oh, I know who's listening in Overland Park. That's cool. Yeah. 
yeah, you told me you had a friend there. Uh, yeah, I, I was surprised I, that you had a friend. I, I was well, I was, I was like, I was, I was surprised to find out where the person was because, like, I have, I know I have a friend. Where could it be? And then where could the friend be? And turned out it was over the park. <laughs> so, Greg, where is, uh, where is Broomfield, Colorado? Broomfield is. Gosh, it's real. I mean, it's all kind of enveloped into Denver. Um, I can't tell you which oh, side okay. of Denver. It's on like maybe the west. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's right up there. Well, with you listening to all the podcasts recently, I don't thought you just showed up here, but we got uh, 88% in Broomfield, 8% in Denver, 2% Wheat Ridge, Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Kip Winger's from Wheat Ridge, Colorado, but I don't think he's the one me? listening. Oh, I'm sure not he is. But. Uh, <laughs> Well, maybe he is listening. Uh, <laughs> now, in uh, Alaska, we have Dillingham. I wonder who that is. Yeah, sure, right. Yeah, Eagle River and Anchorage. So. Um, and then April is going to boost up our, I didn't hear Ulysses mentioned, but she's going to boost up Ulysses, Kansas here shortly. Oh, oh yeah. Right, oh, right, yeah. yeah. The parents listen. Yeah, well, yeah if yeah. your parents she's listen, gonna... they're probably stuck in this yeah. mini old mead area or something. <laughs> They're probably they're closer to Lakin, so oh, Hugeton, maybe Hugeton. Okay, yeah, we got Hugeton. Hugeton's actually picked up a lot. That's why I was surprised. They're right below Winfield. Winfield's fifty percent. Hugeton's ten percent. Okay. So it probably is your parents. <laughs> Could I, be. I have to remember if somebody else's parents are listening. My mom is so used to hearing all the crazy shit that I never told her that she doesn't seem to be bothered by it. Now, this is where I'm going to get Derek. So, the two places in North Carolina that list, uh, I bet you are both him. One is Yadkinville, Yadkinville, and the other one's Hamptonville. So, apparently, if you live in North Carolina, you have to live in a ville. Uh-huh. Um, I've got relatives in, uh, they're in western North Carolina, up in the, the mountains in uh, a town called Spruce Pine. So I'm going to have to uh, get a hold of them and tell them to get Spruce Pine on the list. Well, there you go. Yeah, and the rest of these get down to 1% or less. Like, we, got, we show something in Tennessee, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Missouri, Arizona, New Hampshire, Hawaii. Minnesota, Vermont, Florida, and the District of you, Columbia. Oh, hell, I thought you were doing that Johnny Cash song, I've Been Everywhere. It sounded I, was, <laughs> I was starting to feel like it. We've been, we've been everywhere, man. Uh, right. Arkansas, Connecticut, Kentucky. So there's lots of people that have listened at some point. Like I said, a lot of them probably don't listen anymore. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes. Or, or a yeah. lot of them may have, just, may have just recently started listening. Right, right. So, April, if you, I, I can give you the credentials to our anchor site, which is where this is anchored at. You can look at this at any time. Just All like, right. You know, just like you're an admin on the page. I mean, you're welcome to any <laughs> of this information. I know those other two guys, they don't look at shit on the anchor. <laughs> I, I uh, the main reason is I'm not smart enough to do that. And I'm, I'm not. I, anything, anything that involves like uh, looking at facts on, on like a website or a phone, anything electronic. No. But you guys know that I don't math very well, so this is the most fun I've ever had with statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder if anybody new listened this month. 
<laughs> well, we appreciate everybody who listens. We sure, sure do. Yeah. Um, we're like I said, we're fortunate enough to do this. It's it's yeah. nice that technology has allowed us to a point where, you know, I don't have to pay a two hundred dollar phone bill to talk to my closest friends. That's right. Well, technically, I do, but that's more than one line. <laughs> Now that I think about it, <laughs> right? <laughs> I have a device that goes sends a signal into space and back down faster than I can blink my eyes. You know, not like <laughs> when you're trying to rotary dial somebody on your phone at home, right? So <laughs> I can shut up anytime. If you guys are ready to go, we can call this done. <laughs> I know that I'm starting to yap, and I I hope I don't sound like a <laughs> any more of a nimrod than i already am <laughs> <laughs> not at all but we probably should uh let our listeners stop listening to us you think <laughs> there you go probably for this so. time we got we got we got it you know it's like leaving the table you always leave it don't don't stuff yourself leave leave a little bit hungry so you know That's come back right. come back later you've been so, here four it. hours you leave now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ask me how I know. No, no, no. I'm, look, I'm hanging around for some more of that uh, Sam Young guy. So we got to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, we fresh uh... out. Oh, right. goodness. You guys have a great week. Thanks. Signing off. Too. Thanks for listening. Right. See you next yeah. time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.